So I would sit down and I would figure out where exactly I am, even if it hurts, <laughs> even if I don't want to know, because for me, ignorance is very expensive in this journey when you don't know something. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. In the show notes, you'll get the transcribed version of the conversation, the links that we mentioned, and so much more. Also, whether you are an OG journeyer or brand new to the podcast, I've created a free jumpstart guide to help you on your financial freedom journey. It includes the top episodes to listen to, stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources, and so much more. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart to get your guide right now. Okay, let's hop into the episode. Hey, 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 journeyers. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast. I am your host, Jamila Souffrant. Typically, I do a mix between interview episodes and solo episodes, and today it will be a solo episode. So if this is your first time checking out the podcast and you want more financial specific tips, you may want to start somewhere else. I mean, I have over 300 episodes, but I think you can still start here to get to know me a bit better. And as always, even when I do solo episodes or even when I make things personal and share updates, I like to hopefully leave you with something or things that you can apply to your journey, to your life. Now, this is a special episode for me because it's my birthday. Woo! Cue confetti. (laughs) So it's my birthday week. My birthday is February 6th, same day as Bob Marley. And I typically like to do more intimate episodes around this week. So if you are listening in real time and you want to wish me a happy birthday, even if it's late, even if you listen to this months from now, you can wish me a happy birthday or send me a quote-unquote birthday gift, you know what I want? I want you to buy my book. (laughs) I want you to buy Your Journey to Financial Freedom, a step-by-step guide to achieving wealth and happiness. It was my first book. It is my first book. It came out officially December 5th, 2023. So we are two months out from its release. And it feels still surreal that I have a book I still, I mean, I believe it. I see it and I see you reading it, but it still doesn't almost feel real sometimes. And I'm really proud of the work that I put into my book, Your Journey to Financial Freedom. And I know I have some of you journeyers that have been listening from the very beginning, or maybe you just started, but you appreciate my work, you appreciate my voice, and Any gratitude you can show other than listening and sharing the podcast with your friends is now to buy the book if you haven't bought it already. Buy it as a gift for someone else. That's how you can send me a birthday gift (laughs) this week. The other thing, if you have bought the book and you even read the book, please take 30 seconds to leave a review on Amazon 
or Goodreads, or both if possible. But reviews matter a lot. I mean, for books, they matter. For just in regular life, they matter. I am a review girly. I like to look at reviews before I go into restaurants. Even when I'm at a restaurant, I like to pull up Yelp and see what dishes people are talking about before I order. And I suspect a lot of you are like that too. And people really look to other people's opinions and reviews before they make a decision. And so if you have read the book, please leave me a review. You can go to yourjourneytofinancialfreedom.com slash review. That takes you directly to the Amazon review link. And then you can also leave one on Goodreads. So if you are a member of Goodreads or you want to check that out, go to Goodreads, search for my book, Your Journey to Financial Freedom, and leave a review there. Honestly, that's all I want for my birthday from my lovely journeyers because it took a lot <laughs> to get this book into the world. It was a, it's a two-year specific, I say, process from officially you know, getting my book deal and writing the book and having it come out into the world. But I do feel like it is a life's worth of work, meaning the stories, the time, everything, the way I constructed the content, I couldn't have done that without living my life. (laughs) And, you know, so everything that I've done up until now, the body of work that's in the book comes from me living in this life. And so I think for my birthday, you know, turning another year older really signifies why I'm so proud of this. And I really wrote this book because I wanted something that I could give to someone that that really combined and made it really clear what someone could do if they wanted to get to a better place in their life financially and in general. It's the book that I wish I had when I started my journey. And so I really hope that you take the time to buy it, to read it, to share it with someone else. That would mean the world to me. Now that the book release, like the hype of it is over, you know, I'm still continuing to promote and talk about it. So you're not going to hear me stop. (laughs) And that was the point. One of my big goals was not only to have a great selling book and to meet expectations. That might have to be another podcast about meeting expectations from others and the publisher. And, you know, I got a pretty good advance to write this book. And so it does need to sell units and numbers for me to kind of live up to the numbers of what they thought it could be. And while that's like important, I always said to myself, I can't necessarily control how many people buy the book. And if it becomes a, you know, bestseller on a list, whether that's New York Times or Amazon, which by the way, it did not make those lists. I mean, Amazon did select it as a top nonfiction book. So it selected it as a best nonfiction book in December. And it only selected 10 titles in December for that. And I was very proud of that. But in terms of like the list that would have been great to hit, like I did not hit those lists. Like it didn't become number one on Amazon. It didn't make the New York Times bestseller list. And while that would have been great, I had said to myself before I would have found that information out that I really want this book to be a perennial seller, meaning I want it to consistently sell over time. and. I knew that people had to read it first and hopefully share it with others and recommend it. And it would be a word of mouth kind of spread of wildfire, hopefully. And I feel like that about the podcast. I do feel like the podcast, Journey to Launch, what you're listening to is still like a best kept secret for the people who know it, like you listening, you love it. But there's so many people who don't even know about the podcast. 
and that I meet every day or just here and there. And they're like, first of all, what's a podcast? And even if they do listen to podcasts, they're not listening to maybe money podcasts. And even if they are listening to money podcasts, they're not listening to this podcast. And so I have to educate them, show them how to subscribe or follow the podcast. And really the way that I've grown Journey to Launch over the past few years since starting the podcast in 2017 has mostly been word of mouth. And this is how I believe the book also will impact the world. It will be word of mouth. It will be you telling your organization. So I know a lot of you are working in jobs and in companies, nonprofits that have human resources group or employee resources groups. And you can recommend, you know, for the book to be purchased, hopefully, you know, get them to get a budget together, purchase the book in bulk, have a a discussion around it. I've been having companies reach out to me and I've been able to come in and do virtual sessions when they pre-order books. I just saw that a university in Utah, so they have a financial wellness center and they chose the book as one of their book kind of studies and book clubs. And so it seems like they bought 10 copies for people and they will now have a weekly discussion around the topics in the book. And I'm like, yes, that is the point. (laughs) Like I want this book to be utilized. I don't want it to just be, oh yes, it looks good on a shelf and that my face is on it, but no, pick it up, read it, share it, create conversations around it. Not because of me, right? Like part of me, like asking for you to buy it for my birthday is okay. You're supporting me. But what I really want is for you to support yourself (laughs) because it's almost like when you start a business, you're not going to become wealthy with just your friends and family buying from you, right? You got to get people who don't know who you are, who just like your product. And that's how I feel about my work is that, of course, like if you're supportive of me and you just buy the book and you never read it, fine. (laughs) That works too. But what I really want is that this book actually impacts people. And I do believe it can. It has already, I've been getting messages, but I honestly do still feel like, oh my gosh, like, is it, is this real? (laughs) And so the more feedback that I get, the more that I see you utilizing it, the, the happier it makes me. And so that was my point is that I want this book to continuously sell, not to just have made a big splash, which it did great. You know, I did, I got on Good Morning America the week of its release. I got great press. I got great support from my peers and great write-ups. And I'm sure a lot of that is still going to happen, God willing. But I want you, the reader, to read it and be impacted by it. So that's really like what I've been focusing on. December was, you know, a very busy month because of that. And then, you know, you had New Year and then January and February. And this time of year for us as a family is exciting because my husband's birthday is in January and then my birthday is a couple weeks later. Plus, it's just, you know, in New York, not only is it exciting because we have the birthdays, but it's also a little, you know, blah because of the weather. So I live in New York. (laughs) If you live in New York, you know that the winters, it gets dark and it's cold and sometimes the weather is like kind of nice and then it gets to freezing. And so I've always around this time of year, while I'm excited because of all the things that you know happen and celebrations, I'm also like between January and February, just like, please, <laughs> when will spring be here? Because it puts me in a bit, bit of a funk, the weather. I'm not, I always joke that I was born on the beautiful island of Jamaica. 
you know, I know God knows all, but did he know that I'd be moving to New York? (laughs) Because I feel like I was meant to be on a tropical island, on a beach, you know, growing up by water and just sun (laughs) and not cold. And for me, the last couple months, like especially releasing the book around this time has been, you know, ups and downs. Like I feel great. And then I'm like, ah, did I do enough? And then I'm like, oh, you know, are people actually reading it? Are people actually liking it? I'm like, I know I need to stop probably being obsessive over the reviews, but I am refreshing. Like, ah, no one left a review. (laughs) No one's reading it. And then it's funny because Amazon and Goodreads are totally different planets. Just like I feel like Yelp and Google reviews are different planets when it comes to food. When I go on Yelp, they're much more, not harsh, they have just different standards on Yelp than they have on Google when you look at a restaurant. I can look at a restaurant and Google reviews will have it at like a five. And then when I go to Yelp, it's like a 4.3. And there's like a stark difference in the reviews. And I feel like that with Amazon and Goodreads. Goodreads like are full of readers and people who constantly read books and maybe read a lot of financial books. So there have been more kind of trickling reviews in there, but I'm just like, at some point I need to stop looking at the reviews, but the reviews also make me feel like people are reading it. So anyway, enough about the reviews. I feel like I'm on a tangent. So with the book coming out, uh, I feel like I am at this point, not necessarily what's next, but I have some exciting projects I am going to announce hopefully soon that will solidify and help bring the content that I talk about here more to you directly for you to learn and apply it to your own journey. But I got to admit, I've been feeling just a bit mm, uninspired, (laughs) you know, lately with doing things. And I also have to, again, remember around this year, I typically don't like to work as much or I'm not as motivated because of the weather, because of a lot of things. But it just makes me feel like I do think that there is a time for me to reflect on what's next for Journey to Launch. I would love to, you know, write more books or to, which I can't even imagine like bringing another book into the world at this point, but in the future. But I often think like, what do I actually want to do? And then it brings me back to why I started Journey to Launch and why my mission still remains true, which is I want to reach financial independence. My goal as of now, could change my mind. There's nothing wrong with changing my mind. It's not to build a big gazillion dollar company. Gasp. I know all the the million dollar girlies and big business people are like, what? Don't say that. You could do it. And I know I can. I have a lot of thoughts and ideas of how I can do that. But then I think about the work (laughs) and I think about what needs to be done in order to make that happen. And I just don't feel as motivated. I am almost feeling like I felt when I started Journey to Launch is that I want to be free. I don't want to be tied to expectations from others or have a boss. I've always said this. I didn't want to have a boss in corporate America and I almost don't want to be even my own boss. But still, I am drawn to this work because I know that I can't keep it to myself. So there is that fine line of, I have so much to share. I know it's helpful. I'm going to continue the work. But then also, what does Jamila want? And what I want is choice, options, the real choice, not 
Not a, I have to work to pay this bill or to make sure this happens for my family, but I actually am showing up today because I really, really want to. I don't need it because I have enough. And with that, being realistic on where I am on my journey is that we are at this point where we could consider ourselves financially independent if we cut back tremendously on our expenses. And that's just not something I'm willing to do or we are willing to do at this point. We have kids and, I mean, they still don't feel that expensive to me. We still are, you know, prudent with them and what we spend with them. But there are also things that I want to do for them and with them. And I know that costs money. And knowing that they're still so young, nine, seven, and five, that as they grow and get minds of their own and what will that look like? And so I'm still readjusting my plan to financial independence. I'm using the steps in my book (laughs) that I say to do, which is, okay, you have this plan. What's changing? Is it still the goal you want to achieve? So make no mistake about it. I am still on my journey to financial independence. I haven't lost sight of that because I still really believe in, in this sense of wanting autonomy and not feeling like I have to show up and do the thing because everyone else is doing it. You don't believe it or not, I'm a pretty private person and or someone who, you know, I've always been that person. I only really needed like a couple people as friends, didn't really like to be known by a lot of people or in the crowd. And so this life that I'm now living, which is still calm, you know, but it's just, it's different. But I do feel called to do it. I feel like I still have a lot of work left to do. And so I'm going to continue to do it, but continue to think about the way in which I do it. Continue to explore and be free with how I hopefully can continue to create content and episodes and do things my way. I think one of the things that we forget about is that it truly is our life. It's your business. It's your kids. It's your marriage. It's your house. You can do what you want as long as it's not hurting someone else and not even emotionally. You know, obviously you don't want to hurt someone emotionally, but I think that's a fine line too, because sometimes the things we want to do is in conflict with what other people want and their priorities. And so you may hurt a parent or, you know, if I tell my child that, no, I don't want to do that right now because I want to do this for myself, that might hurt their feelings, right? So there is a fine line of knowing what is okay to push back and have boundaries on for yourself. But I think sometimes we get wrapped up when we forget that we can chart our own lives and be inspired to do something different. And whatever that is for you and what works for you to explore that. And so I want to be open as I now enter into a another year <laughs> of my life is to be open to what works for Jamila. So When I started Journey to Launch, I wanted to reach financial independence by 40. And I like to say that I failed at that goal because now I am 40, like I'm I'm turning 41 or I will be 41 by the time you hear this gasp. And part of me feels like, you know, I'm no spring chicken, even though I look like it. (laughs) And so it's more just settling into myself. Also not being too settled where I still can't change. Like there are things about me still that can evolve and that's okay. Outside of just thinking through what's next for Journey to Launch 
and reinvigorating myself around what I'm doing and hopefully maybe finding ways to do things differently is to continue to work on myself. So what that looks like is to continue to work on my health. And if you follow me, so I'm on Journey to Launch on Instagram, Jamila Sufra on Instagram. But on Jamila Sufra, I typically sometimes on my stories post that, you know, I go to the gym for the most part four to five times a week. When it starts to get nice outside, I'll be running again. But I've, I've always been active. So staying active and being active is a very big part of my life and what makes me feel good. And not just because of the results, but just because of it's part of my identity is that I am a, I believe I'm a fit person. And so a fit person does fit things. And so I want to continue to work on that and do that in this new year of life, make it a priority. And sometimes doing that means working less. So when I drop my kids off at school, I typically either run or go to the gym. When I do that, that cuts into what I can do for work. And I'm okay with that. If going to the gym, which I don't know why, when I do things like that, it ends up taking like two hours. When you you put in the drive to the location, then the workout, and then eating, and then taking a shower, then sitting at my desk, I'm like, wow, I only have two hours to work before I have to go get the kids. And so I just decided that it's okay if I work less and do less, if that means I get to feel good about myself and the body that I'm in. The other thing that I did, so I was really excited about this, is that I got my annual checkup and blood work done from my doctor. So I had a doctor years ago, but I stopped going to him. And I said to myself, you're getting you're getting to the point, you need to make sure you, everything's okay. So you need to make that appointment. And so I made the appointment, did some blood work. I still have to go back for results, but I feel so proud that I made the time to do that. Because as you know, life happens, especially when you have, like I have three other little humans to think about and their appointments and their lives, plus my husband. And so he obviously, you know, we we do, I definitely delegate and there's still some more emotional load on me to think about things when it comes to the family. But usually that means putting myself or the, ourselves as the the adults on the back burner. And so I said to my husband, when we turned, when we had our birthdays, like we need to get to the doctor. We need to make sure everything's fine and do our checks. So I did that. And that was my birthday gift to myself and also scheduling a mammogram. So that was another thing where I said, you know what? Let me schedule this. I have the paper. By the time this episode is released, I will have scheduled it. <laughs> but I have the paper to do that too. So it is uh, making sure not only that I am materially and physically, so the outward of wealth, right? Like building the assets that we want. And a lot of our journeys are outward or they're tangible things you want to do, like pay off debt, have X amount saved. And that's great. But if you're not able to enjoy the numbers because of your health, because of something that maybe could have, if it was you know prevented or just some more active care in your life about something, whether that's, you know, the way you eat or the how active you are, then what would this all be for? It's just something that I'm really committed to just because as I'm getting older, everyone around me, right, is getting older. The people who were, you know, grandmas and aunties and uncles, for me, at least growing up, you know, they're getting older, losing mobility 
and or you're just seeing the effects of their health. And it's just a real reminder how short life is. I mean, actually, I went to a funeral today and it was for someone in my mother-in-law's family. And, you know, I was just getting emotional being there because the place was filled. He was very loved. And the pastor, he really made this point that stuck out to me about our lives and how, you know, death waits for no one. We always have less time than we think. And he said, if you think about like your life in the span of a day, so I think I'm probably messing this up, but I'll just try to rephrase. But he said, let's just say, you know, you could, if you live a good life or you're lucky enough, maybe you'll live to 80 or 90. And if you put those years in a day, then let's say you wake up at 7 a.m. So you're, you know, when you're born at 7 a.m. And as you go through the day, you know, you age. And so you're born at 7 a.m. And then let's just say at 9 a.m., you're 10 or 12 p.m., you're like 20. And then at 3 p.m., you're 30, 40, and so on. And basically at midnight is when you expire, if you live a natural life, right? If you look at it in that way, how finite and fleeting time is and how important it is to live lives that we are proud of, to find our faith in whatever you find your faith in, to find peace and happiness and and to know that as that time is passing by, if we look at it in a day span, you can't get that hour back. You can't get that time back, but you can from the moment Now that you're listening, do something differently, no matter how old you are. I feel like I just blinked. And how did I become 40? I was just 25. So I I definitely see that more, even with my kids being a parent. You know, you see that for sure when you see your kids. And one minute they were, I was holding, you know, each of my babies from coming home from the hospital. And now I have an oldest who is about to be in the double digits in a few months. And part of it is kind of sad. I don't know. It's sad for me a bit just because how fast time flies. But then it's such a ugh, it's such a reminder why we have to live our lives, not necessarily big. I always say this. It doesn't have to be big. I don't think you need to be famous or rich or popular to do all these things to live a good life. I think you know, living a good life, it's just a matter of how you were to people who know you, your family, as a daughter, as a mother, as a cousin, sister, friend, neighbor, the people you directly impact and your work. Oh my gosh, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) You don't have to have a podcast or a book, but in whatever job you do, working at a restaurant, working in a medical field, being a teacher, it's like you are impacting someone you your coworker the customer like it doesn't have to be this remarkable external life that everyone knows about and an airport is named after you for you to matter i do feel like it really is in the weeds and and who you really are as a person personally to people so as i'm turning older <laughs> it's a stark reminder and being at that funeral today just reminded me to keep going 
to stay true to myself about what I really want in my life and what makes me happy. And the other thing for me that is standing out more and more as I get older is the importance of your community and social capital. I talk about this in the book, Your Journey to Financial Freedom, the importance of the networks in your life. And not just for gain, not just because you can ask someone for something or for a job or for a favor, but just because to know your love, to know you have people you can call on or people can call on you raises to me your internal wealth. And it it reverberates to your external wealth too, because it creates more opportunities for you. People will think of you for an, for an opportunity, or you can say, hey, I, I'm thinking about this thing. Do you know someone who can help me? When you have social capital, when you have community and people that care about you and you care about them. And before my husband's birthday, we actually flew across the country to celebrate one of my dear friends' birthdays. And that was a big deal for us because when my husband and I, we both travel, that is all hands on deck to make sure the kids are taken care of. They have school, they have practice, they have games, they have tutoring, they have a lot going on. So when one or the both of us are not around, we have to lean on other people. And the fact that we could get away for a bit and have so many people lean in and help out just felt so good. And then being able to celebrate a friend that we've known forever uh, felt so good that, wow, like I showing up for this person that means the world to me. And like, I can, there's no money that could equate to that. And so I will continue to foster those relationships to give when I can. And then I will encourage you as you are moving forward in your journey, that if you don't have the financial capital, if you don't know the people in power, and it's not just about power or money, but if you don't know a lot of people, if you weren't born into wealth, you can still create this wealth around you by the people around you. And so to work on those relationships, to be and continue to be a person that can be relied on and that you can then rely on others. Some things I'm also looking forward to as I get older is to get a bit more organized. (laughs) I like to always joke that I am organized chaos. I am a planner for big things. You know, I planned when I'd had my kids and certain things like the big dates and things in my life, I like to plan, but everything else, it just like kind of falls in place. And there are things in my life where I'm like, I got to get this together. Like I got to figure out how to make this easier to remember, to understand. And so, for example, there's picture frames on my wall from when we moved in that have still no pictures in them. I'm just like, come on, you've been wanting to put pictures in these frames for how long? Let's do it. And so (laughs) let's see if I can get that accomplished this year. But overall, it is really just thinking about what's going to make my life easier. What work can I do up front that makes other things down the line feel better? And I feel like I say this all the time, but I'm working on getting organized. I also got to say that this idea of getting older, for me, I'm blessed to see another year, another day, nothing is promised, but it's not just you. Sometimes you feel like it's you feeling like the negative thoughts about getting older, but it's society also. I was actually contacted before my birthday 
about getting recognized as in this list about 40 under 40. And that it was a list like 40 remarkable people, 40 years and younger. And they were like, you, you'd be great. We love you. And I'm like, yeah, but the stipulation was you can't, couldn't have turned 40 in the year that the award was given. And I'm like, well, I'm already 40. <laughs> and they were like, this award then doesn't apply to you. And I was like, dang, you know, just because I am maybe six months older or, you know, older than this age before that I was perfect. You wanted me for this award. But now that I am technically 40, I'm aged out of this. And it was just a stark reminder that it's not always in our heads why we feel the way we feel about our age, about our finances, about our life. There are just systems in place and things in place that make us feel these ways. And so when that happened, you know, of course it was like a bummer because I was like, that would have been great. You know, I really respected and I still respect the organization, but I was like, you know what? That just also shows how fleeting and how subjective like these awards and these accolades can be. While the opinions of others, when they are good, feel good, when they don't feel good or when you're not recognized or when someone says, oh, you're, you know, you're too old, too young, not pretty enough, not rich enough, all these things like can make us feel inadequate, right? So I had to remind myself, if you were one year younger, you would have been on that list. Like it's not you. And your age, surely, just because you are a little bit older doesn't impact why you wouldn't be amazing for this. And so if you are feeling these things, I think it's really important to really sit back and think about and find maybe approval and the applause that we do want from others, you need to find it in yourself. All right, I think my last thing before I go on my birthday episode is that I was thinking about what would I do if I had just found out about financial independence at 40 or 41, a little later? Like what if I was still working in my job, wasn't as you know, maybe on it with my finances, And I literally just found out about this. What would I do to get ahead and to make a better life for myself? Well, I guess it wouldn't have happened yet because I wouldn't have a book, but I'd pick up my book (laughs) because it lays out the steps on what to actually do to start your journey and to succeed and have a happy journey or at least a fulfilling journey to financial independence. So I'd pick up your journey to financial freedom, but I would literally some of the steps. So the steps that I lay out in the book, I would follow as such. And I'm going to give you a few just in case. And maybe it can just help you as you are continuing on your journey, especially if you are in the beginning stages. But I thought to myself, I would actually retrace what I did to get where I am now, or at least I'd follow what was in the book, which means I would immerse myself in content and in blogs and podcasts and books that inspired me and that expanded what my world was. And I think that's important for a lot of people when you're thinking about what you don't know. There's so much we don't know that is abnormal or not possible yet because we just haven't seen it. We don't know people in our real life doing it. And I would immerse myself in learning about other people on their journeys. I would try not to get discouraged if someone else had a privilege 
or something I didn't have that helped them. I, I tried to learn like how they got that <laughs> privilege. You know, some of it is born, but some of it is like, okay, so how did this person, you know, trace back the steps? How did they get in that position to know this thing or to know that person? And so I'd immerse myself and learn and be inspired by the world around me that's expanding. I then do an assessment of where I am. Really important, assessing where you currently are. It's scary. It's actually something I need to do myself right now (laughs) for my expenses is to look at where you currently are. What are you spending? What's your income? What's your debt? What's your assets? What are those four metrics? Because without knowing that, you can't map your way forward. So I would sit down and I would figure out where exactly I am, even if it hurts, <laughs> even if I don't want to know. Because for me, ignorance is very expensive in this journey when you don't know something. I would then figure out what I want my goal to be, my initial goal. So if I was just starting, 41 I would say to myself, okay, what would it look like? Could I reach a level of financial independence in 10 years? And so I would set that 10-year goal and see if it's possible. Now, it may not be based on my expenses, but I would say, okay, here's where I'm starting. I want to be able to quit my job in 10 years. What would that look like? Again, I talk about this in the book and I show you how to do it, but what is that process of going back and forth in you need to pay off this debt or save and invest this much. And oh my gosh, I can't do that in 10 years because I have kids, I have this life going on. And so I'd make those choices or I'd make those adjustments to see what a more sustainable timeline looks like. And so it's figuring out what you're willing to do from where you currently are to get to where you want to be and how intense you'd want that to be. And so I'd think through that and I would not expect to figure that out in a day. I know that's (laughs) what I'd want, but I would try to remember that this this takes work and that it is something you continually work on. And other than immersing myself in the world, looking at where I am and assessing the numbers, then looking at where I want to be and then working kind of from back to front on how long it takes and what I'm willing to do, I would give myself grace for where I am. And that's what I want for you to do too. I want you to be proud of whatever it is, whatever starting point you are at right now. I want you to think about what's possible for you. If you thought about it, that means it's possible (laughs) because a thought would not have been placed or you wouldn't have thought about it if it couldn't be done. Now, how long it takes and if you're willing to do the work it takes to get there, that's another thing. But just know that it is possible for you. I couldn't have imagined, I mean, I wanted this, but I couldn't have imagined that I could have reached this level of freedom that I have in my life where I could have the flexibility to take my kids to school, take off work when I don't want to, work only a couple hours a day and create this work that I truly feel is impactful and still make money from it, but also still have this balance of choosing what I do. I didn't know this was possible until I started my journey. So I just want to encourage you that if you are also just starting or in the beginning stages, maybe you're further along like me, that the journey is one that unfolds as you go. Give yourself grace and lean into it and enjoy it. Well, 
Thank you for joining me for my birthday episode. Like I said, if you want to say happy birthday, feel free to do that. I'm on all social media at Journey to Launch. I mostly hang out on Instagram at Journey to Launch and at Jamila Souffrant. And you can buy my book, Your Journey to Financial Freedom at yourjourneytofinancialfreedom.com. There you'll see all the places you can buy. You can see it at Amazon, bookshop.org, so your local bookstores, Target. You can see it in airports. When I flew to see my friend in San Francisco, we saw it at the San Francisco airport. And people send me pictures all the time when they spot it at their local bookstore or airports. Also your library. You can reserve it at your library, Order, have them order it if they don't have it. So I love that you send me pictures that you have ordered it from your library or have taken it out. But just get the book, share it with someone that you care about, buy it for someone as a gift. Also leave a review. If you have not left one already, you can go to yourjourneytofinancialfreedom.com slash review. I hope you enjoyed this rambling episode and that you got something from it. I'm truly blessed to be doing this work, to be sharing, sharing my life with you. So thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And I hope whatever I'm doing is continuing to help you. All right. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Don't forget, you can get the episode show notes for this episode by going to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this. And you can still grab your jumpstart guide for free to help you on your journey to financial freedom by going to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart. If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. Three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here. So show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.